Hey, welcome back to The First Step with Jill Sawchuk. I'm recording outside today, so if you do end up hearing the random car that might drive by or an airplane overhead, or I hope not my dog barking, um, my apologies. It's just so nice out today that I thought I had to come and sit in the sunshine. It is March 13th, I believe, 2020, and we're in the middle of this crazy panic around the COVID-19. And I thought that's what I would talk about today, just because that's what everybody's so wrapped up in. And I find it fascinating. One, on the level of coming back to our health and healing and taking care of ourselves, there isn't a better time to be thinking about this. And if you haven't been thinking about this already, how to stay healthy and keep yourself healthy, outside of our medical system, I think this is a great wake up call. And secondly, I think the big thing for me that this brings up is what is everybody so scared of? Like, what are you afraid of? And I think when it comes down to it, what if we keep asking ourselves this question, like, what are we all freaking out about? that at the heart of it is we're scared of dying. And I think this is a fascinating question to ask yourself as well and really go into it. Like, what are you scared about dying for? And especially considering the fact that we are all going to die. So if it doesn't happen right now with this COVID-19, you can be sure that at some point you're going to be facing this fear that life doesn't go on forever and if this again is another great opportunity to ask yourself those questions what are you scared of about dying or suffering even and start to build your toolkit up around handling and managing that fear and anxiety that comes up when you ask yourself those questions And I, as always, I really hope to give you something practical and useful in, in any time, any challenge, any struggle. And I think this COVID panic is no different that what we begin to recognize is we suffer when we're scared, we're scared of the unknown. The future is always unknown and therefore how do we stay present? How do we stay in the here and the now? And I think this always comes back to developing some kind of practice. And there's a few different practices that I'm always trying to share with people because they're the things that have helped me. So I'm just going to list them off again. I know if you've, you know, if you are a student of mine, or even a friend of mine, you've probably heard me talk about these things. And I hate to be repetitive, but they are the things that are really useful and helpful when we're in pain, mind or body of any kind. And the first thing is a mindfulness movement practice. I think this is so critical because if we can establish some connection to the body, then in our daily life, we begin to notice the body more. And when we start to notice the body more, we realize we're here now. Whereas if we don't have that connection to the body, what tends to happen is our brain locks us into thinking. We begin to identify with our thoughts we get trapped and locked in thinking and solving and analyzing 
which ends up being around the present, or I'm sorry, outside of the present, either in the future or the past. So I think that mindfulness practice, movement practice in the body helps us to establish connection to the body, which will translate and trickle out into our daily lives. And then coupled around that either mindful movement practice or separate on its own an awareness of breath for that same reason because breath is happening here and now if we develop a practice around paying attention to the breath just witnessing breath observing breath then out in our day in our conversations in our actions in our in our movement through our daily life we begin to notice the present moment and then I think other things that are just so useful, like really logical things, things that plants and animals need, sunshine, fresh air. So getting outside for a walk, sitting in the sun, being around trees, water, lakes, rivers, mountain, hearing the birds, seeing things grow, seeing things die, seeing things in nature struggle, recover the resilience Um, what nourishes life I think that's so important because that is what we are we're not machines we're not robots we're life we're nature so get out there spend time in nature and then I think the other thing is to consider what are we eating and when something like COVID is going around and we're thinking about our immunity or our health our resilience I think we can't deny that what we put in our bodies affects how strong we feel, how well our cells are functioning. We, it's so important to stay hydrated and drink water always. You know, it's this panic around drinking water. It's like, of course, we should always be um, drinking water and eating healthy immune-boosting foods if we want to feel good. So really consider what are you putting in your mouth and choose whole natural simple foods that will nourish you and in that regard also just giving thanks for what you have sitting down before you eat and being grateful for the food that you have in front of you taking time to eat it being grateful for fresh water and really feeling the way it nourishes you and gratitude is the other practice that I think is so simple and so such an easy thing at helping us raise our vibration And if you don't already have a gratitude practice or it isn't something that you feel comes easy in your life, it can be as simple as just sitting down and closing your eyes and thinking of three things that you're thankful for. And that could be as simple as, you know, having two legs that you can walk on or a roof over your head. And what else will help us I think taking time to relax rest be quiet um, settle into some things that bring you joy and comfort surround yourself with people that you love that support you and that this is all we can really do anyways and irregardless of how if this outbreak is something that we should really be you know concerned about or take seriously I think that's um, one possibility still and yet I think these things that I'm I'm suggesting to you they'll help anyways great good take it seriously take good care of your health wash your hands um, 
and stay home more often. Good, do all of that. Or, you know, maybe it's something that's just going to pass, like other things we've seen in the past, these other outbreaks of flu or illnesses or other things that government or media often makes us feel panicked around and then they just pass and and maybe we're thinking like why did I spend so much time worrying about that I think either way if it's something that we haven't seen before and it's critical and it's awful still take good care of yourself and ask yourself the question of you know your greatest fear if this were to be worst case scenario and say you do end up ill or worst case dying I think face that because at the end of the the day at the end of life we're all going to be asking ourselves that question here's some kids walking to the high school I guess I'll end there as always my hope is to offer you some practical ideas of things you can do to raise your vibration live your best life ease your suffering a little bit I hope what I talked about today can give you a small break from all that fear and chaotic feeling out there as you watch your other media outlets maybe be careful about how you spend your time and make sure you're including some of these ideas i discussed today i hope that's helpful guys may all beings be happy